What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. The San Francisco Mime Troupe has launched its 64th season with a piece that takes uh, takes place in the tenderloin of San Francisco, looking at what some of us refer to as Doom Loops mental health. We are joined with uh, this morning by Michael Gene Sullivan, head writer for the San Francisco Mind Troop Collective, where he has been involved in writing over 25 plays and has performed with all four of the Bay Area's Tony Award-winning theaters, American Conservatory Theater, Berkeley Repertory Theater, Theater Works, and the San Francisco Mind Troop. Good morning, Michael. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited to have you all on the show, actually. I wanted to do this for a minute. Um, we are also joined by Kina Cantor, an actor with the San Francisco Mime Troupe who has worked extensively throughout the Bay Area's theater spaces. Good morning, Kina. Hi, good morning. Thank you both for coming on the show, Michael. I'll start with you. You've been with the Mime Troupe for quite some time. Tell us a bit about the troupe. What's the origin story? Oh, man, the Mime Troupe started as... Kind of at the very beginning of the civil rights movement back in uh, 1959, uh, the idea of how can we make theater into an activist tool, uh, to be part of the revolutionary movement, to both entertain people, but to inform people and to activate them. And we don't do silent mind. There's all those people out there like, why are you doing that? Why are you talking and singing and saying all this stuff about revolution <laughs> when your minds? Shouldn't you just be trapped in a box or walking against the wind in tights or something? And I was like, nope, nope. We we got the we got the name back when everybody knew that mimes could talk, and now everybody thinks mimes are silent. But we're too famous to change the name, so we're stuck with it. Uh, and we've been doing it ever since, traveling around the country and around the world, trying to bring our shows at a price the working class can always afford, free, and doing it right. in free spaces. And and always trying, and we don't take money from corporations. You know, we're very much a people's funded, people's theater, and we're a professional theater. I mean, we we're union members, and we're doing all of this stuff in a way that is counter to the way a lot of other theater companies work. Counter in a way to the capitalists always tell you you have to do things, and always talking about capital, talking about propaganda, talking about the how this grand empire of America and American capital impacts those of the working class, which are the vast majority of Americans. I was, I'm, I'm glad that you touched on two things, because I was definitely going to ask you to explain why mimes are talking. Um, and then <laughs> um, I was also going to hit you up about free. I mean, I'm an actress and a performer. Like, it's expensive to make art, mm-hmm. particularly art with a political message. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. so I was gonna uh, ask you about the, the grassroots nature and how you all have been able to continue that tradition for 64 seasons. That's amazing. Oh, it has not been easy. It is tough yeah. every time because we want to make sure to pay everybody enough so that they can actually live. And, and uh, San Francisco and the Bay Area has gotten more and more and more expensive. We're still, I mean, we're paying, we, you know, but, you know, we can't pay really enough, uh, you know, tough thousands of dollars to, to, to rent a place, you know, in San Francisco, the smallest cubby. But, you know, we do the best we can. and We employ people for as long as we can. And, you know, everybody in the mind group gets paid the same amount, whether they're union members or non-union members or staff or everyone from the most experienced mind troop actor to the newest 
uh, musician who's come on for their first summer. Everybody gets paid the same amount of money. Um, so it really is a very particular political model that we preach and try to live. I love it. Kina, how about you? How'd you come to be with the Mime Troupe and how long have you been with them? Um, well, this is my first summer tour with the Mime Troupe. Um, okay. I first um, got, um, I first started um, through Michael Jean. Um, Michael Jean and I met um, actually online through an actor's reading collective um, after being an admirer of, of his work, of course. Um, we met online through the pandemic um, and we started workshopping and working on his play, The Great Con, which ended up getting staged um, firstly in San Francisco at the Playhouse and then had a rolling premiere this last year. And, and I worked on that play. So that's how we first met. And, um, and here I am. All right. All right, Michael, break down. Break down the plot. What, 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 is, <laughs> what is Breakdown about? Breakdown is basically the story of three women in different positions. One is uh, uh, Yume Estina, who is a woman who's dealing with uh, mental health issues, uh, living on, in the Tenderloin in San Francisco, played by Kina Cantor. Um, and she's someone who has a history. She has PTSD from stuff that has gone on for her. And her story is kind of a, one of the mysteries that unfolds through the show. How does this woman, de- how did this woman end up on the street? Because so often we see people on the streets and we see them as kind of part of this, the, the, the mural of the city or whatever it is, but we don't think about their individual stories. How did this particular person fall through the incredibly wide gaps in our social net to end up in this situation? Uh, then another uh, uh, character is um, uh, played by Alicia Nelson, uh, who is a, uh, her character is uh, Sadia, who is a social worker who is struggling with the bureaucracy of trying to help people who are living on the streets and, and seeing that how those people who, are do, who have kind of dedicated their lives to helping the most vulnerable in our society are the ones who are the least thanked. You know, the one, the people who are trying to knit us together are the ones who have to struggle so much against a, a bureaucracy that doesn't seem to care at all about doing what it's designed to do. And then the third woman in the show is Marcia Fox, played by uh, Jamela Cross, who is a Fox News reporter, a black mm. woman who has decided that. The only way to make it uh, in America at this particular point is you have to be right wing. If you want to be online, if you want to be on the air, the easiest path is to be right wing black uh, uh, news uh, reporter. And so she is part of the general propaganda wave that is being that is being launched right now against progressive cities. The idea that if anything goes wrong in a city, if there's homelessness, if there's uh, uh, you know drug addiction, if there's a lack of support of mental health, if there's high ho- housing prices, all of these are not the fault of the fact that the United States has been in an undeclared depression for the last 40 years. It's not the fault of the failures of capitalism and the monopoly of the system. It's because of progressive policy. And so Progressives right now, that aren't even really running the city. <laughs> right. And, and I, actually, that's in the show. That very line is in the show. Oh, oh. The progressives aren't even really running San Francisco or any of these <laughs> cities. They're still being right. run with the same trickle-down, blame-the-poor policies that we have everywhere else. 
but they're using right. these images of things going bad in these cities to to try to erode everyone, even progressives and liberals, faith in the programs that 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 are being funded. It's right. just right, you sent us over a clip. I wanna I wanna play this quick clip for for our listeners. Kirsten, let's roll that tape. Spare change. Spare change? So I tell her, I said, Margaret, if you don't sign the lease, I will. Excuse me? What kind of fool lets a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath in Bernal Heights slip through their fingers? Spare change? The value is only gonna go up when all the old tenants get moved out. Hey, lady! It's up on Folsom! You see me, I see you see me, but you walk on by. I just need a couple bucks. Near the park. You hear me, I know you hear me, but there's no reply. I'm just a couple of quarters. Beautiful view of the bay. Every day you see me, you look me in the eye. You could say hello and let me know you don't want me to die. With some change or just a smile or a book or even chat a while. Say sorry, I can't today. And I see. All right, Kina Cantor, I'm assuming that is you playing the role of Yumi, yes? <laughs> yes, yes, that's me. <laughs> Talk to us. We only have a couple of minutes, but I, I, I do want to just touch in on what your creative process was like to build an honest portrayal of someone struggling with mental health issues, right? Um, I'm imagining, given the politics of the troop, that it was politically important for this not to be a caricature or a stereotype, but to dig deep um, with your portrayal. What was your, what was the journey? Uh, well, um, I'd say that it's, it's a subject that's um, very personal to me, having um, certain people in, in my life that are close to me that have been struggling with um, a couple of those issues. Um, so yeah, it was, it was important to me. Um, I would describe my myself as more of an inside out person. And so um, that's, that's something that, um, you know, um, I would, uh, you know, first of all, uh, we, with our process with the, with the mind troop, you know, we're writing, uh, we're writing the script. Michael Jean is writing the script um, throughout the rehearsal process. It gave us, you know, a lot of time, a lot of discussions, um, delving into the politics and also the psychology of, of what's going on. One of the writers also is a social worker, so we discussed a lot about um, her her um, clients and people that she's been working with. Um, so it was a lot of research and also sort of my own personal my own personal history um, to, to pull from. Right. All right, Michael Jean Sullivan and Keenan. Kina Cantor, we're gonna have to wrap this up, but real quick, how long, where are you running? Where do folks get uh, more information at? Well, you can go to the website, SFMT, San Francisco and it will show you are all we are gonna be playing around the Bay Area from now until uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, that will we'll probably be at a park near you. Uh, of course, you know, we always, what we do is we do free shows, but we do ask for donations. Afterwards, we'll pass the hat, trying to get as much money as we can to keep things going uh, throughout the rest of the history of, of the Mind Troop and to try to keep up with our 
generally poking, using comedy and uh, music to overthrow capitalism one musical comedy at a time. <laughs> All right. Thank you both for joining us today. I look forward to catching the show. We've been speaking to Michael Gene Sullivan, head writer for the San Francisco Mime Troupe Collective, as well as Kena Cantor, actor with the San Francisco Mime Troupe. They've just launched their 64th season with a satirical piece that takes place in the Tenderloin of San Francisco called Breakdown. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.